Fellas, how's it going? How's everybody doing? Welcome in. Welcome back to Fade Consensus. My name's Austin Abbott. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. I hope y'all got everything that you wanted. I hope Santa was good to everyone. I'm very fortunate. I got a brand new mic, a PD200XS with a black control boom arm. That way the mic hangs right in front of my face. The RGB software. I could set it for any color I want. Man, I, I just want to say I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to quit yapping. We're going to start talking about the 2024 rookies in a minute. I think you're going to hear a lot of rookie talk from me over the next few months. I've been studying this class like crazy, man. I've been putting in so many hours and damn, I just want to say that I really, really like this class, man. There's a lot of good players. And right now we're at a point in the year where everybody knows Marvin Harrison Jr.'s an all-time generational type of prospect. You didn't come here to hear that, right? So we're going we're gonna to start off talking about the wide receiver two in this class, my wide receiver two, Malik Neighbors. He is eligible to enroll in the NFL draft in 2024. He's out of LSU, man. We are talking about a 20-year-old, 6-foot, 200-pound, 1,500, 14-touchdown receiver, Malik Neighbors. 22.4% target share this year. I love this kid, man. I, I don't know how you do not love Malik Neighbors, man. I think he might be the 101 in most classes, right? It's almost unfortunate for him that Marvin Harrison Jr. is in this class, but hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, you know, Malik Neighbors, he is projected draft capital, very, very early first round pick. I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. I mean, there's a chance he's like the fifth, sixth, seventh overall pick. It's going to be early, man. He's going to get some crazy NFL draft capital. He's just explosive. Malik Neighbors, that is. He, he thrives vertically and on comebacks. Malik Neighbors is noteworthy athleticism. He ran a 4-4-4 40-yard dash and achieved a 38-inch vertical jump in high school. He's just so damn physical. He's elusive. He is so versatile and so much more, man. He understands how to dominate zone coverage. Malik Neighbors will be a top 10 dynasty wide receiver within the next two seasons. I firmly believe that. That's one of the hotter takes you'll hear on today's pod. But man, that's how high I am on Malik Neighbors. I am a huge fan. This is a superstar in the making. Malik Neighbors has more receptions, yards, yards after catch, a higher PFF grade, targets, first downs, missed tackles forced, yards per route, uh, completion percentage, wide receiver rating, and 25-plus yard receptions than Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay, so let that sink in. I was just yapping for about an hour there. I was just ripping off all different types of metrics, uh, all different types of numbers. Dude, Malik Neighbors has Marvin Harrison Jr. beat in all of them. And yes, Marvin Harrison Jr. is still the 101. I'm just letting you all know how great the 102 is in this draft. So if you have any rookie dynasty draft picks early first, dude, I'm telling you, you should be ecstatic. You should be excited. I watched Malik Neighbors tape. Everything about it screams DJ Moore. He'll get even better draft capital than DJ Moore, right? Uh, I forget if DJ Moore was the first or second wide receiver off the board. I think he was number two. I think Calvin Ridley went just before him. Um, but regardless, he's going to get significantly earlier draft capital than DJ Moore. And are there any complete psychopaths out there that have Malik Neighbors over Marvin Harrison Jr.? I'm just curious if there's one person on this planet that thinks it. I'm not saying I agree. I'm just saying Neighbors is so special, man. Again, he would be the wide receiver one in most classes, not this one. 
but I uh, love the kid, love everything on his tape. There's going to be two top 10 dynasty wide receivers incoming in this class. It's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. right away, and it's going to be, going to be Malik Neighbors. I promise you that, fellas. Enough yapping. That boy Malik Neighbors, he's going to be special. All right. I got another receiver that I want to I want to sell y'all on right now. Troy Franklin. Troy Franklin needs to be higher in your rankings. He is eligible to enroll in the draft in 2024. He's straight out of Oregon, 20 years old, six foot three, which is 79th percentile. We'd love to see that. We'd love, we love on this pod, man. I love measurables. I love me some size. I love those big wide receivers. Just these big athletes, man. You you can never go wrong with just some big players that are just built for this league, right? He's 187 pounds, 17th percentile. So, you know, that's obviously not quite as good, but I think there's an argument to be made that we are also seeing the league kind of transition going from uh, maybe like smaller frames for some positions and we're seeing success from them. You know, we have guys like Kyron Williams, or Tank Dell, right? There, there's a lot of, even like Josh Downs, like there's a lot of new players in the NFL, young players that are starting to thrive that are that are uh, relatively, you know, smaller, whatever. Even like Devonta Smith's got like a thinner frame, right? You get what I'm saying. All right, I'm going to get back on, back on topic. But Troy Franklin, man, almost 1,400 yards this year, 14 touchdowns in 2023. He was awesome. Vertical deep threat. He has real, real, real NFL speed. And he just candidly wins in intermediate routes. You watch the film, you're going to like what you see. He can definitely improve as a blocker. I think most would agree with me on that. And he's expected to run in the mid four threes. So we'll see. You watch the tape, you put it on. He's got these long strides. He high points the ball extremely well. And he's not afraid to lower his shoulder and fight for those extra yards, man. He's very fluid. He goes from 0 to 60 instantly with, with quick feet, crushes press coverage, aggressive hands, and creativeness. I loved so much about this prospect once again, man. Flawed. He definitely had his flaws, but he is a really promising player, a promising prospect that's improved astronomically over the calendar year. And Troy Franklin, he's so shifty, and he's not like necessarily Kadarius Tony shifty. Well, nobody is Kadarius Tony shifty, but like you know, he he won't be a complete bust like Kadarius Tony. So there's that. And so people, and by people, I mean the analytical community. They love to see 2.0 yards per route run by any wide receiver, right? They love to see that. It's that weird threshold. It's that I I don't know, man. People just they love that. Anyway. Uh, shout out to the analytical community, Malik Neighbors, Troy Franklin, Romo Dunze, and Marvin Harrison Jr. all had over a 3.0 yards per route run. Yes, 3.0, not 2.0, 3.0. So we're not talking any dart throw, any type of prospects here. Like we're talking about some future superstars. We're talking about some polished some polished prospects with phenomenal collegiate production. You know, the Baltimore Ravens, the Buffalo Bills, the Green Bay Packers, New York Giants, Kansas City Chiefs. These are all teams that could absolutely use a wide receiver too, okay? So why not six foot three Troy Franklin? Why not 4'3 speed Troy Franklin? Why not 1,383-yard, 14-touchdown Troy Franklin? All I'm saying is that NFL GMs, they better get this one right, man. It's right in front of them. Troy, Troy Franklin is going to be so good. And speaking of wide receivers with the 3.0 yards per route run, how about Roma Dunze, man? 
Romo Dunze is sick, man. He is my wide receiver three in my dynasty rookie rankings. And I don't want to spoil too much just yet. But fellas, on January 1st, I'm going to officially release my top 250 dynasty rankings. One quarterback, super flex. And I'm going to also release 2024 top 50 rookie rankings, 2024 rookie profiles, and so much more, man. So I'm excited. Again, this talk in this class is so much fun for me. It's going to be a great time, fellas. Back to Roma Dunze. Again, this is my wide receiver three in this class. He's a name that you have to be familiar with if you're not already. 21 years old. Six foot three, 79th percentile. Would love to see it. 215 pounds. 81st percentile so love to see it size is never going to be an issue for this kid he's he's a big dog 19.3 breakout age 84th percentile again like that early collegiate production breaking out early man you love to see it like like that's exactly what we want to see man these kids that step foot on the field at the age of 18 19 and instant production we know that they already belong there straight out of high school we know that that they not only have a future in college but they definitely have a chance of having a future in the NFL college production 1428 yards and 14 touchdowns this season for Roma Dunze incredible he, now he is a late declare but that doesn't matter, in my opinion, right? Like COVID kind of changed everything. Uh, Chris Olave, you got you have a lot of notable uh, recent late declares. And again, that is the least of my worries. Just wanted to point out that Romo Dunze is a late declare. He's going to be projected, I'd say, around mid-first draft capital. Going to be excited to see where he le- where where he ends up going, man. Maybe Buffalo. Who knows, man? Maybe the Bucks say, "Hey, Mike Evans, we're done." Peace. You've been the goat, but we're going to move on from you. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make sense. Who knows, fellas? Uh, It's so hard to predict what's going to happen in the NFL draft, but Rome has a huge, huge wingspan, physical presence, and he is a legitimate yak threat, right? Roma Dunze, he, he, so, so somebody hit me up on Twitter, actually. Uh, This was a few days ago, and they said, you really prefer Roma Dunze over Keon Coleman? And I, my brother in Christ, I, I just want to say, yes, we are talking, we are taking Rome over Keon. I'm a fan of Keon's game. Like, how can you not be in, in a lot of ways? But they're separate. They're separating issues, right? There's some red flags for sure. Uh, I would have liked to see better overall production from Keon this season, excluding his 11 touchdowns, which was highly, highly impressive. Uh, Keon never eclipsed 800 receiving yards or even 60 receptions in a single season over the past three years. But, uh, you know, that's that. And again, look, that's by no means a death sentence. I just wanted to see him, you know, be more of a focal point and target hog at FSU. Keon Coleman, that is. And, you know, although it's tough to be to be that on a team like FSU, right? They, they just have so much damn talent. You know, and look, man, lastly, Rome feels like a more polished prospect to me for a number of reasons. You know, less of a work in progress, if you will. You know, so Roma Dunze, someone that you have to absolutely monitor, someone that you should know. He's going to be a pretty early to mid first round pick in Dynasty rookie drafts. So uh, we'll talk about him plenty on the pod and, you know, in the, in the future, in the coming weeks. All right, fellas. 
first running back that we're going to talk about today is Trey Benson. I want to get going, start talking about some of these running backs, man. Somebody's got to show him some love. Nobody, nobody likes the 2024 running backs, and maybe they don't pan out. Maybe they don't amount to much in the NFL. Who knows, man? You got guys like, you know, Kyron Williams, Devon Achan. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of these players are not necessarily getting great NFL draft cap and, and they're becoming hits, right? You know, even someone like Tajay Spears, man, I really like him in dynasty. I like him moving forward. Who knows what 30 year old Derrick Henry is going to do, man. He's a free agent. So we'll see, but getting back on track, man, shout out to Trey, man. He, Trey Benson retweeted my pin tweet. He knows he's a truth. He knows he's a dog and he knows he's ready to play in the NFL, man. Uh, Trey may be the RB1 in this class. He might be my RB1 in this class if Trevion Henderson doesn't declare. Trevion Henderson out of OSU, uh, he's got until January 15th, right? So we got about two weeks. Also, shout out to David Johnson, man, Florida State University's running backs coach and recruiting coordinator. He retweeted my tweet as well, my pinned tweet. It's always cool to see coaches just, you know, gas their guys up. You know, it's it's... It was just, you know, that that was uh, that was wild, man. Uh, so so we'll see what happens moving forward. Trey Benson is one of my favorite running backs in the 2024 class, and fellas, this is what you need to know, man. He is eligible to come out this year in 2024. He plays for FSU. 21 years old. He's six foot one, 89th percentile. Big running back. 223 pounds, 76th percentile. College production this season. He had. 1,132 total yards, 15 touchdowns, and 6.4 yards per carry, which is 83rd percentile. So, fellas, this is the most important thing I'm going to tell you all day about Trey Benson right here. 28 collegiate games played, zero career fumbles. Let me say that one more time. 28 collegiate games played, zero career fumbles. Trey Benson has top-tier ball security, elite 6.9 yards per carry as a sophomore. He has a very promising vision. I think his hands are very underrated, I got to be honest. Uh, electric upfield runner, I see it, man. I, I I wasn't necessarily like blown away with his tape. I did see some flaws, um, but I did think he was awesome in the screen game. He's a su- superb outside blocker. Of course, he has a huge frame, right? Like, the dude was just massive. Uh, he, I think, and for that reason, I think that he can be a legitimate three-down back. Again, just simply due to his sheer strength and his size. So, I am excited. I'm really excited to see Trey Benson play in the NFL. That's an understatement. And I, I will say, the final thing I really want to hit on with Trey Benson is, I don't think he's going to necessarily run quite as fast of a 40 time as everybody everybody else thinks or wants to see I don't know man I just I watched the tape and I just genuinely thought he he looked slower than I wanted him to so uh, again still a big fan I liked so much of what I saw out of him Um, not all prospects are perfect in fact none of them are so (laughs) but uh, fellas let's move on we're going to talk about Emeka Egbuka we're going to move on and talk about a wide receiver from Ohio State University. This is a player who his stock has kind of been hurt over the calendar year, unfortunately. People, now this is this is like a little, I, I never thought this, but there were some people out there that preferred Emeka Egbuka 
over Marvin Harrison Jr. at one point. And, uh, you know, it was like how, you know, when Marvin Harrison Jr. was probably like 12 years old, you knew who the kid was going to be the GOAT. Like, <laughs> not actually, but like, I mean, come on, man. He's uh, he, he just has everything. He has all the tools. But back to Emeka Egbuka, man. We're talking about a player who is eligible to come out this year in 2024. Six foot one, 205 pounds. He's a junior, 21 years old. So his freshman year was tough. He didn't do a whole lot. He played in 10 games, but he really didn't get on the field. He only had nine catches, 90, 191 yards. And then his sophomore season, man, that's what put him on the map. That's really what got everybody's attention. 10 games played, I'm sorry, 13 games played as a sophomore, 74 receptions, 1,151 receiving yards, 12 touchdowns, 25.9% target share, right? Big boy numbers, just an awesome collegiate season as a sophomore. And then this past season as a junior, man, he regressed, he got hurt. Uh, he played in he played in nine games as a junior, 35 catches, 452 receiving yards, and four touchdowns. So here's what I'll say about Emeka Buka. He's a fun prospect who's truly had a roller coaster of a collegiate career, breaking out the age of 19, you know, during his sophomore campaign. That again, that turned nearly every head in the nation. Uh, not only put Igbuka on the map, but there were seriously some people that believe that he, again, he could have been better than Marvin Harrison Jr. He could have been the top receiver in this 2024 class. And here's maybe the most important thing that you truly need to know about Emeka Igbuka is over the past two seasons, his separation percentage overall, 95th percentile. Separation percentage versus single coverage. 91st percentile his receiving grade versus zone coverage 97.5 percentile so he's <laughs> he's dominating in all those metrics he is nice off the line of scrimmage he's a very very smart player i think that's something that's very underrated about him Egbuka. And Egbuka also ranked third in Big Ten in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. And he was named the second team all Big Ten in twenty in twenty twenty two. My gut tells me Emeka will be an early day two pick with a chance of going in the late first round. I'd I'd argue. Yeah, I just feel like the consensus, man, just everybody's kind of down on him, man. And and I think we're at a point where the fade has probably gone a little bit too far, if that makes sense. So he's look, there's there's a lot to like about Emeka Egbuka. Um, but man, I'm I'm just I'm really falling in love with so many of these prospects in the 2024 class. Reminder that January 15th, that's the final day that prospects can declare for the 2024 draft. So there's gonna be a lot of content, there's gonna be a lot of breaking news. It's gonna be happening over the next two weeks, fellas. So January 15th. There's there's another player that I love, and that's Devin Neal, the running back from Kansas. He's a total dog, man. I, I'd love to rant about him for another hour, but he just announced about, about an hour ago that he's going back to Kansas. So, uh, you know, it's, it's tough this time of year, man, putting out content, and you just never know what's going to happen. Hoping that Trevion Henderson declares... I just, I would love to see it, man. I, I don't want him to go back to Ohio State. I want to see him in the NFL, and he's going to be the RB1 in this class. He's going to be my RB1 in my rankings. Uh, again, these next two weeks, they should be very interesting for the NFL draft. I Look, man, I, I just want to say I, I really enjoy talking rookies. 
I really enjoy talking about these incoming prospects, talking ball in general. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. If you want to hear more about any draft content, you know, you've come to the right place. I'm yapping on Twitter every single day at Austin Abbott FF. Hit the follow button. I'm growing faster and faster every day. I'm putting in more, putting out more content than ever consistently. And it, man, it just feels good. I just, I genuinely enjoy talking ball and I genuinely enjoy talking to y'all. So, you know, with that being said, fellas, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all and I'll see y'all. Peace.